Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Connected Divergence podcast. My name is Tina Etheridge. I'm a radical ADHD and ADHD acceptance coach and I am coming at you today super depressed, super duper duper depressed and and I think there are a lot of reasons for this partly because my period is starting next week and my IUD My androgenic IUD, yay, 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 gives me PMDD, but I don't want to be on birth control pills because those gave me blood clots in my leg. So, you know, lesser of two weevils, as they say. That's like a master and commander um, joke. I would love it if you got that joke, but totally okay if you didn't. Anyway, that's going on. Also, last night I was up super, super late because my dog stepped in poop. Um, not her poop, but our poop because we have raw sewage in our backyard and we have for like the last, I don't know, two weeks or something. And it's been this whole thing to try to fix it and trying not to hire a plumber because the plumbers here are scammers. We've been scammed before. It was horrible. Um, we don't yet have anybody that we can really trust. We've been trying to do it ourselves. DIY, baby. And it's been a nightmare. It's been a poop shit nightmare. And of course, last night my dog steps in it and that led to like just, I don't know, overwhelm, overstimulation, like kind of a, I don't know if this would be an OCD spiral, but I don't have a better word for it. If you know a better word for it, let me know. I would love to know. But um, just feeling like, oh my gosh, there's poop all over my house, right? There are poop particles all over my house and my history being, you know, working in science, um, with sterile aseptic technique and fume hoods and not fume hoods um oh my gosh what are they called sorry not fume hoods biosafety cabinets that is what i mean to say biosafety cabinets and spraying ethanol on your gloves so that you don't contaminate things with your dna because you're doing dna sequencing anyway i don't know if that's just my training or it's like i don't know my brain my my neuroplasticity my neurology my neural wiring has been predisposed to thinking in this way and it just it was just really tough it was a tough night i was having a big old freak out so today not feeling great not feeling good nope not at all and i've been thinking about this a lot right i had a podcast a couple of weeks ago about normalizing shit weeks and i've had some people kind of mention it and talk to me about it and things like that and Um, Or kind of um, relay the feeling of like, hey, but like, what if every week is a shit week? And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And I feel like maybe this is an and situation and not an or situation. Because on one hand, if I look through, look back through the echoes, the history of my life, I can't really think of a single time where something wasn't going horribly wrong. I can't think of a single time where there wasn't something stressful, even if only mildly stressful or something imperfect or some kind of problem or some kind of challenge that I had happening at that time in my life. I think back and I can't think of a single one, whether it was an internal challenge or an external challenge, like internal being like, oh my gosh, my grades equal my worth and I have to get a good grade on this exam or else I'm a failure and everything in life or external, um, Like, ha ha ha, there's a clog in my sewer main line and poop is coming out of my backyard. Yay! Like, not really in my control, but it is happening. Um, (laughs) Whether it's either one, if I look back at my life, there's a single, there isn't a single moment where that probably wasn't happening. Um, Maybe 
there'd be moments of joy and bliss and uh, distraction. I mean that in the best way where I might forget about it or gratitude. Um, but yeah, like, so there's that. There is that, right? This is called living a fully lived life, right? I like to radically self-accept it of life is going to be life. We're going to get curveballs. We're going to get the unexpected and the uncertain. And it's it's really hard sometimes. This is what it means to be human. It's very imperfect. It's very challenging. It's very difficult. And so here's like the other side of the coin, right? And, oh man, this is like a whole conversation. Like, okay, so when I was in grad school, I was in grad school getting my master's degree and I was also working full time all at once. And that was so, so much for my brain, right? Historically, I could do like one thing really, really well and then I'll have every other area of my life collapsing and falling apart. But that one area I would get really well. And now I had sort of like two big things happening at the same time in my life, grad school and work. And I felt like I was crumbling trying to do them both perfectly. I did not have the capacity to do so. And that's when, you know, I thought, okay, maybe I need medication. Maybe medication is going to help me do this thing that I want to do. And right? Medication is life-saving. Medication can be life-saving. It has, it does save lives. And I always wish, thinking back, that my therapist or just my psychiatrist, like just someone had asked me like, hey, are you really happy here? Like, are you happy with the life that you're in? Are you happy with the life that you're, you've created? Because if you're not you can change it. You can change it. I just really wish that somebody had told me that because I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy for so many reasons. I was doing things because other people expected me to be that kind of person, to do that kind of work, to do that kind of thing, not because I authentically wanted it, but because, you know, I wanted to be perceived positively or, um, I don't know, I wanted my family to think well of me and have me in positive high regard, like all of these reasons. And and yet, right, it was this constant pattern in my life of I'm miserable. And even if I'm not miserable for a hot minute, it's always going to circle back and I'm going to be right in the same place. And that was a sort of scenario in my life where like meds, I'm not going to say meds aren't what I needed because that's not really true, but it's like I needed a whole more holistic a more all-encompassing picture of the situation to be evaluated rather than like, yep, here's some antidepressants, go forth, all of your problems will be solved. <laughs> like that wasn't true for antidepressants and that certainly wasn't even true for ADHD medication. Um, there's a lot more to it. And I think that's what a lot of people find. We take meds, we think it's going to be this, you know, and the doctors sometimes think it's going to be this cure for us. And it's really not. We still have challenges in executive functioning. Um, it's not a miracle cure drug of like, cool, you don't have ADHD anymore. That's not true. So the thing is, when I think of my life right now as it is, it is very imperfect. It is very, very, very imperfect. But the difference from, I don't know, what, four or five years ago to now is I feel like I have authentically consented to the life that I currently have. Whereas before, five years ago, I did not have that. It was sort of like, cool, this life just sort of like fell in my lap and this is what people want me to do. So this is what I'm doing, I guess. 
is a very, very different feeling. And while like, yes, I do have shit weeks, um, I definitely do, especially before my period, woof, like definitely do have shit weeks. I also feel like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be right now in this moment. And in my lab job, I would always have these repeating, these circular thoughts, right? Maybe I wouldn't have them for a couple months, but they'd always come back of like, wow, I, what if I, what if I just (laughs) invented some million dollar idea and I could be free of here? What if I could just figure out another career path? Or what if I found another job or, right? These sort of like, I don't know, dreaming of a more true and beautiful life for me, but then being like, no, 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 no. But this is the pain and suffering that I know. What if it gets worse? What if I leave and it's worse? Let me stay here because at least I know this pain. I know this suffering. And I don't know. I I guess just to reiterate, like I feel like right now in my life, I'm right where I'm meant to be. And like, yes, it is hard. But again, like I'm on an IUD that really messes with my mental health. But That was a very conscious choice because birth control pills give me blood clots and that is very, very dangerous and not a good thing, Um, right? It's like, (laughs) I don't know, it kind of feels like all of an echoing metaphor of that. My coaching work, right, it can be really hard some days. It can be super hard some days and yet I don't ever regret it. I don't ever... I don't want anything different. I just feel like I am right where I'm supposed to be. And yes, it is hard, but it's the right kind of hard, right? Oh my God. Glennon Doyle, Untamed, amazing book. She talks about this, right? Whether we stay in a difficult relationship or we leave that relationship, all of it is hard. Staying is hard, leaving is hard. And so the question is, what is the right kind of hard? And only you can answer that. And I guess the other thing I wanted to add to this discussion is... I have heard and also I had like a client, a couple clients tell me over time, um, but also more recently, like people telling them, hey, you shouldn't blow up your whole life because you're depressed, Um, right? That's impulsive. That's rash. Like wait till your mental health is in a more stable place and then um, make changes because you'll be more equilibrated if that's the right pronunciation of that word. And I want to say to that, sometimes, yes, but other times, no. Other times, blowing up your whole entire life is life-saving. Other times, blowing up your whole entire life is actually like the thing, (laughs) I don't know, like if your life circumstances are the thing that are making you depressed, um, like if that is the root of the thing that is, is causing you grief and suffering, then there is never going to be a day where you wake up and like, cool, I'm just like not depressed anymore because the root is still there, right? Let's say a job is sucking your soul away from you. A job is just sucking your life away. You know, sometimes medication helps. Yeah, right? Absolutely. That's the case for some people. Um, Sometimes therapy helps, right? Absolutely. That's the case for some people. But sometimes in other circumstances for other people, like, we have to get to the root of it, right? It's that holistic picture, that holistic image. And sometimes that requires radical change. Sometimes it requires actually changing your whole entire life. And that is what I had to do. I had to have experienced like, I don't know. Okay, here's what I, how I want to say it. So I had the option. Yes, I had the option to be like, cool, let me like keep working at my lab job and then get trained to become a coach 
and like slowly transition over into a coaching career. Like that was an option for me for sure. But for my brain, for my life, for my neurotype and my neurology, that was not going to work. That was not going to work because my job was so exhausting. So, so much masking. So, oh my gosh, just like burnout, so draining that there is no freaking way in my life that I could have ever become an ADHD coach if I was still working in that lab job. I just know that at the the deepest part of my gut, I know that to be true. So I had to quit my job. I quit for my mental health, but also I know that I had to quit my job in order to fully, I don't put all of my coins in one basket. What's the saying? Um, to, to really create the space, to create the mental space, the emotional space, the literal time um, to be able to change my career and do something very, very differently. And I don't think I, again, this is very personal. Everybody's decision, you have to make your own decision about what works, works best for your brain, your life, everything else. But for me, um, I had to, I had to like fully commit to be like, I'm going to be a coach. This is what is happening. Um and it, I don't know, I just wouldn't, I, don't, I guess that's my all or nothing thinking. I don't know, but I leaned into it and it worked really well for me. And like here I am today and it's been, I don't know, four years or whatever and I'm still doing this and I still freaking love it. So I don't know, I guess I'm trying to say sometimes it's okay to blow up your life because if those core things are, <laughs> are the thing that is making you depressed, like waiting for the day that you're one day not depressed anymore might not actually happen. And sometimes sometimes feeling better, feeling better is such a subjective term, but like, I don't know, feeling that you authentically consent to your right kind of hard does require radical change. It does. It absolutely does. And it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of bravery. And also like, I don't know, I hold on to the belief that your brain will do it when you're ready to do it. A lot of these things are about timing and percolating and just things filtering in the universe and all clicking into the pace, all clicking into place at exactly the right time. Um, So I don't know. Those are my thoughts. I felt very inspired and motivated to share that with you. Um, If you're feeling like complete garbage this week or just this, I don't know. I feel like I've been feeling this way since November. Do I have seasonal depression? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But it's truly for me, it's been since November. Like I have just been feeling really rough, really, really rough since November. But again, like this is the right kind of hard for me and I radically self-accept it. And I ask myself, how can I support myself in doing the things that I want to do with my brain feeling exactly like it is? right? Not, oh, let me wait until I feel happy and not depressed. Like, but how do I support myself in doing the things that I want to do when my brain is not feeling great? That doesn't mean that I I check off every box on my to-do list. That doesn't mean that I don't spend hours in bed um, scrolling because that's just what I need on these kinds of days sometimes. But again, it's about supporting ourselves, supporting ourselves compassionately with self-understanding in doing the things that we want to do. Um, Yes. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, Again, if you're having a hard time, I see you. I understand. And I hope you can find little moments of joy 
um, moments to be proud of yourself and to celebrate your wins. It's so important. It's so important. And um, it really does help. It really does help. I believe that. I believe that to be true. Okay, take good care of yourself and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.